now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Hello. Welcome back to the um, Cardillo episode. Happy birthday to our dear friend, David. Um, a Seventh Rounder family member. Uh, it is his birthday. It's now been a few weeks since he's been on. We hope to have him back next week. Um, we're going to be activating we'll it. Have him, we'll we'll definitely Friday. get him back on because um, next week will be the uh, the bracket preview episode probably. So uh, we'll need to get the opinion of Mr. Cardillo, the Penn State Nittany Lions folks, right on the bubble. They've been on the bubble just about all year, it feels like. I think they're in now. I think they're in like the uh, the last four buys column. <clears throat> but. You know, Big Ten tournament starts this week. They're gonna have to get a win or two for sure. Um, John, what have you guys enjoyed? It... What 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 have you guys were week into March? What have you enjoyed most? Just an, a simple question. To... What what are we most um, thankful for? This is the spring feast week. I asked a question before you. I, I was know, gonna well, say that this has been the best time I've had watching college basketball in three plus years. I've been winning bets. There's been incredible buzzer beaters, close games. I feel like the play has elevated since March began, even a little bit before March, like last week of February, just high-level basketball being played. Connor, um, follow-up question. You know, not long ago, I think this is when I was uh, when I was out of the country, and Tennessee scored maybe 48 points in a game. I mean, you were fully out on college basketball that next morning. You said you were done. You know, you were saying how, how much rather you, you know, you would suckle up to the NBA than college hoops. And then now you're uh, you're all over it. You are, I'll, you know, I'll, I've been watching, you know, I've been sitting in the gallery. You've been red hot. You know, you've been hitting some bets. Um, people asking now, Mike Rodriguez primarily, you know, is he peaking too soon? Is he peaking before the madness actually begins? I am straight up terrified that i am peaking before madness and i've been historically bad at betting march madness which oh. adds to it but with that being said i did i want to clarify i did say i don't start paying attention to college hoops until march really until the tournaments so i i would be tuned in anyways however <clears throat> i've been way more in tune because of the the hot streak so it is sad that my my fandom goes up and down with uh, my my hot and cold streaks of, of gambling, but it's been hot right now. I've been super into it. NBA has been great too, though, since the All Star break. But yeah, I mean, college basketball in March you can't beat it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chad, what are you all excited about? Chad's fist pumping over there. We're recording, folks. It's a late night with the seventh rounders. I mean, it's 9 p.m. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of games on. The Sabres are on. I don't know if the Sabres scored. Um, I think that's an intermission. You know, we got St. Mary's. The boys just took St. Mary's. This is going to come out uh, after the game ends, obviously. But, you know, St. Mary's Gonzaga, a great game. The first, you know, massive, like, big conference championship game of the season um, over the next few days. You know, the first second round these uh power five conferences are going to be underway there's still some small conferences you know a lot of dreams are coming true for a lot of kids right now it's great it's great to see it's great to see uh where was i going um 
where do we begin? Like, where do we go? Because, like, we're in the middle. We're literally in the middle of it. We're, we're literally right in the thick of the sandwich. Like, halfway through, we've already made a sloppy mess of ourselves. Like, literally. Um, All right. I, I can start. I, I'll ask a question to start. So, like John said, we have the bigger conferences starting their tournaments this week. Uh, ACC started today. I believe we have SEC tomorrow. Big Ten Thursday, maybe. Tomorrow, Thursday. Of the teams that have made the tournament so far, that have punched their ticket, as they say on ESPN, who who do you think could be could could poise a a threat as a potential upset bid, upset Cinderella? Anybody that's out already, there that's already punched the bid? Yeah. Oh, I I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of the Drake Bulldogs. Um, that team is is old. I believe are they older than like multiple NBA rosters? Their average uh, age of their starting lineup and their best players, their youngest guys, twenty. They have um, a guy that's been there since twenty seventeen. So yes, they they are old. Um, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these mid-major small schools, they really are built by like they're like grad transfers now. It's kind of like I think the way of the future with the portal, um, NIL. You know, guys who understand they're not going to make it in the league, that's probably it for them. They're going to try to milk it as long as they can with their COVID years and what and what and have you. Um, but it's been really oh, good so far. Davidson's out there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I really like – did Charleston end up winning or is that game not over yet? That game is still going on. Um, also, Merrimack noticing- just won. Um, Charles, Charleston is up three. Uh, if Charleston I, I, makes it, I like them as a potential first round upset team. They can shoot the hell out of the ball. They got some vets. They've only lost one game this year, I believe. Uh, in total. Uh, another three. team They're I would look out for. So Charleston's fascinating. They're fascinating. They're twenty-eight and three, and they're on like they're firmly on the bubble. Like they might not make the tournament if they don't get the automatic bid. Uh, which you know you have to look in the record books to see if that'd be the most wins without getting in. Um, but it looks like they're gonna. It looks like they're they're up three right now. I it's a tragedy for me. It, like pains me to even look at because I I really was trying to get a live bet in when they were down seven, uh, and it didn't it didn't go through. It didn't work, and here we are. Never never got it in. Looks like they're going to win. We want them in the tournament, though. The tournament needs Charleston. They're a fun team. They've been very competitive all year with the big boys. Uh, hopefully, they get it done here. We're going to find out during this episode, so you guys will know. You're, you're already going to know. Another uh, team I, I think we need to keep an eye on is Oral Roberts. They've been there before. They still have Max uh, Abmus, Abmus, however you say his name. Um they won it. They they upset Chad's Buckeyes back in. I don't even know when that was. Twenty twenty, two years, maybe even twenty nineteen. But whenever that was, they're a team to keep an eye out on. <clears throat> I'm fully with you on Drake though. That team knows how to win games. They grind you out. Yeah. They got a lot of veterans. Hey, I'm afraid that they're going to be too popular of an upset pick though. That's that's yeah. my one fear. They could be, but they're good. Tucker DeVries is who I was thinking of. He's the sophomore amongst the uh, amongst the, the nursing home. But 
Boys, what about, what about Stephen F. Austin? They play tonight, 1130. Can tell you, might throw a play in, but will not be up for that one. I mean, they got some shooters out there. They got some guards. They're like little blastoids, just pew, pew, pew. Um, Stephen F. Austin could make some noise uh, come tournament time. They're 19 and 12, Chad. Uh, have you watched a game all year? <laughs> no, I was just looking at stats. I have watched virtually no college basketball. Uh, <laughs> literally none. Um, I bet on it. Uh, but no, I, I, I yeah. NBA is where I am right now. Uh, Syracuse is horrible. Um, I'll turn on like if Bama plays or like one you know, of those. And, and, like I'm excited for St. Mary's Gonzaga. I have that on right now. Um, but yeah, look out for the Blastoids up there in Stephen F. Austin. And Syracuse is interesting because they, uh, they're not on the bubble this year. They're firmly off the bubble. Like they'll need to probably win the ACC tournament, but maybe they'll get it done. The ACC is terrible. Um, very down this year. BC did advance. They had a big win over four and 24 Louisville. Um, you know, really scraped that out. Louisville. All right. Four and 27. Excuse me. Excuse me. A four and twenty-seven Louisville squad. Uh, BC gets it done. Don't know who they play next. Don't really care. Connor might. Uh, but I, you know, I guess if we want to slide into the big conference tournaments, we can go ahead and preview them. I mean, it's going to be early enough. You know, hopefully none of these winners that we predict are going to lose. But before we get into that, I wanted to hit you guys with an impromptu and right off the cuff twenty questions. It's going to be re- it's going to be relatable. Uh, this 20 questions, you know, this player, and it's going to be, it's going to be Luke Aaron Gordy. No, 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 no. That's a guess. Count it. That's a guess. Uh, that is a guess. It's a good guess. So, no, but it's incorrect. We're going to. I want to let everyone know I guess that. And because it is Dave's birthday, you know, yes. he did love Luke Aaron Gordy back in the day. I That's hated him. That's a little him. too thoughtful to Dave, but, yeah. I think I kind of know who John's thinking about, but I can't use a second guess yet. So let, let's ask some questions, Chad. So I'll pass that's it over where to you. Deep. Chad's going to be number two here. Did this person play college basketball? Yes, I did. So so Connor fires a guess right away. Chad asks a question that I already said it was going to be college basketball. <laughs> We're on to number three here. Connor's up. Um, did this player play within the past? 10 seasons in college hoops? Uh, it's a it's an excellent question. No. He oh, not. Jesus. Connor, this is going to be frightening. Um, did this player play in the ACC? No. No, not in the ACC, no. I'm going to have no idea. Uh, is that uh, – how many is that? Four? Yeah, yeah two apiece. No, two apiece. Yeah. This is number five right here coming up. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can do this. I'm so confident. I think I really do think I know who you're talking about just based off things I've seen today. You You guys are way too focused on trying to guess it already instead of just asking simple questions to get there. (laughs) You don't know anything yet. All right. All right. Was this player a considered a guard? No, but that's a good question. You know, that's that's what we're looking for. You know, narrow it down a little bit. 
<laughs> Chad guessed a conference right off the cuff, didn't he? <laughs> Did this, small forward, did this small forward could really complicate things if that's what he was because yeah. did this player yeah. play in the Big East? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, Connor, that's that was true. big right there. That was that was big. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think oh. I know who it is, dude. Because the guy yeah, I was no. thinking of played in the Big East. He did. <laughs> he did. He really did. <laughs> did this guy play for Louisville? No. Okay, oh, all right. I don't know who it is. All right, that's fine. Connor goes back to the drawing board. That's crazy. Louisville was in the that's seven. Um, we also have to. You it, have to think about it. It's the Big East more than ten years ago. Yeah, I know. I, it's got to be. Not be can John and I talk, or can Connor and I talk off the record quickly to get on the same page? <laughs> oh, no, dude, that's cheap. Okay, okay, okay. Um, did this player? play did this player ever win an ncaa tournament game great question just one game at least one yes at least one yeah that's eight i think we deserve this clarification we're talking big east at the time he played correct mm -hmm. oh yeah. yeah okay okay because it'd be bullshit if it was like butler or something <sighs> no all right Did this player ever make the final four? No. Nine. Okay, that crosses him off. Um, it was I, a cross I, off, dude. Uh, I was thinking like the Kemba, maybe. That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking that UConn team, actually. I was thinking yeah. maybe Shabazz, Napier. Um, Remember, though. Okay. No, 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 I got this. I'm going to fuck around and get this. He's got to be All a right. Q's player, dude. Uh, no, there's some there's some UConn guys I'm thinking of. Um, did this player win the Big East tournament while he was in school? He did, yeah. I'll be honest with you, that doesn't help me much. Um, <laughs> did this player play for Syracuse? No, that's eleven. I have a guess. I'm throwing a guess. Guess in there. H Hashim Thabit. No, but that's a hell of a guess because I've been thinking about Hashim Thabit a lot lately. Actually, okay, really good right. guess. Really good guess. That's twelve. Incorrect. Hashim Thabit. What a what a bust. Anyway, all right, Connor. all right. I'm just Chad. I'm just recapping here. He's a yeah. big man. Or potentially a small forward, uh, played in the Big East more than ten years ago. Does not play for Louisville or Syracuse. He and won, won a no, tournament game, but did not make the Final Four. Yeah, uh, he does not play for Syracuse, but he could play for UConn. I just guessed the UConn guy. Yeah, I, but he doesn't play for Louisville. I want to make oh, a correction. Yeah. So he actually did. Away. He actually did make a Final Four. I. I will give you a, a an extra guess back. So instead of thirteen, this is twelve again. For my for my clerical error, he did make a final four. I don't I mean, know if that honest. really helps you. I, I don't I, know I, if that helps me at all, dude. But that almost makes 12. it worse. You get a guess, you get a guess back, and I hold myself accountable. I fuck that up. That's on me. Okay. All right. Big East teams back then. I'm thinking. 
I'm thinking Pitt is a potential possibility here. Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame was in the Big East, huh? They didn't make a Final Four, though. No way. Oh, God damn it, dude. Uh, West Virginia, they were a Big East team, right? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Go ahead. Um, Okay. Does – is this college – trying to think of how the best way to frame this <laughs> is this college still in the big east yes fuck that throws off i was thinking dewan blair yo it's it's it villanova Chad. it's villanova um so that was that was what was that 12 okay so this is 13 now because i gave you one back it's villanova. Connor, it can still be uconn yeah, it could still be UConn, but I'm telling you it's Villanova. Are we on guesses yet? No, no, we got we got time. We're on this like 13. 13. All right, speed it up a little bit. You're taking forever, Joe. Come on. <laughs> um okay, please. Uh is this player still in the NBA? No. No. Did this guy play for Villanova? No, that's 14. Not Villanova. Chad, get off your phone. I'm looking at scores of games. I'm not looking at Chad, fucking things. Um, did this player play for UConn? No. That was 15. Dude, did Pitt ever make a Final Four? Yeah, but Pitt's in the ACC now. It's, they're still in the oh, big yeah. East. 15. Who the heck are we? So it's not Saint John's ever make a final four. No, no way. I don't even know what Big East teams I'm missing anymore, dude. Jack, get off the phone, dude. Marquette. Oh no, but they're not. Yeah, did this guy play for Marquette? No, (laughs) that's sixteen. Dude, what Wait, other, so do we what, even have guys? What Big now? East team made the Final Four that is still in the final, that's still in the Big East? Um, okay. Are we on guesses? Where, where are we at? Yeah, you're, that was 16. So you have 17, 18, 19, 20, four more. We, we have two questions in the guess a piece if we want it. Or okay. yeah. one question, this, one guess a piece. Did this player play for Georgetown? Yes. Is it Roy Hibbert? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking guess, Chad. Let's go. Oh, oh man. I was not. I when completely make forgot about Final Four. With that team with Jeff Green? Uh, I believe Jeff Green was on it. They made the 2007 Final Four. They upset Tyler Hansborough and the North Carolina Tar Heels in the wow. Elite Eight. Wow. Um, yeah, Roy George... Good. I was just going to say, Georgetown's such an afterthought because they're literally so bad now in the Big yeah. East, but they were once a historic program. I, they were I really good. Um, so, so, so the next year, um, Roy Hibbert came back. He wasn't expected to come back. He came back 2008. They lost in the second round, got upset by the Davidson College Wildcats, Stephen Curry, and that historic run in 2008. 
Were Hashim the beat Roy Hibbert and Dewan Blair all centers in the Big East at the same time? Dude, they might have been. And then Syracuse, I mean, who did Syracuse have? They had a couple uh, bodies. Lorenzi Anuaku, Rick Jackson. Rick, Rick Jackson. I mean, Rick Jackson wasn't afraid to lay some fucking lumber out there, dude. Yo, Chad, your boy might have been on the team. Terrence Roberts. Terrence Roberts. Yeah. yeah. Man. That would have been and like Johnny Lu- Flynn. And, I mean, Louisville had some teams, obviously, too. I mean, the, the, the old Big East, I think, is my favorite conference in any sport ever, maybe, for college basketball. The old Big East. John, I'll be honest, my mind immediately went to Peyton Siva. That's who I was thinking of the whole time. <laughs> wow. He was he was like, uh, you know, he was good, but he wasn't always that good. He was just solid. They had Russ Smith, Luke Hancock. They just had a good team. They're a good team overall. Uh, Hancock might have been your guy because I saw that video on Barstool today. It was like, name, name a random college player. What if uh... – no, I ba- I vaguely remember him. What if Rick Pitino goes and gets the job at Georgetown, turns the program around? I actually have been hearing rumors that he's going to take the St. John's job. Wow. Wow. Georgetown needs a new coach. They need to fix it. I would love to see Georgetown good again. I think it, I think college basketball is better when they're when they're not uh 5 and 25 or whatever they are. Yeah, I think Georgetown, though, in the era of NIL, like they might not be able to do much with how good of an academic university they are. If that makes any yeah. sense. It's It does. You know, it sort of does. Um, okay. Conference tournaments. We'll go alphabetical order. We'll start with the ACC. Um, let's just all pick a winner for each conference tournament. Do we like that? Sure. Okay. Connor, um, give us the odds, please. You're the odds man. I trust you more than anyone, more than anyone I've ever met. I'll read odds. seeds while Connor does that. Miami's the one, Virginia's the two, Duke the three, Clemson the four, NC State five, Pitt, no, Pitt five, NC State six, Carolina seventh. That's as relevant and as far as I'm going to go. Um, I can't carcado the rest of that. So um, Syracuse is at nine. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get odds for ACC because there's a game in progress um, oh, at the moment. Okay. But I'm seeing if I can find any archived odds here. So give me a, a second. Um, I did pull up Ken Palm, though. Believe it or not, my Duke Blue Devils are the top-ranked ACC team, according to Ken Palm. Not that great, though. They're sitting at 31st in the country. ACC Horrible year overall. <clears throat> really, anyone's conference uh, to win. I know a, a lot of people like uh, Virginia Tech potentially, but I have the odds pre today. So keep in mind that uh, Florida State has been eliminated, as well as Louisville, Notre Dame, and Notre Dame. So, Duke is the favorite at plus 280. We have Virginia plus 300, uh, Miami at plus 340, North Carolina plus 600, Clemson plus 600, NC State 12 to 1, Pitt 14 to 1, Wake Forest 40 to 1, Virginia Tech 50 to 1, followed by Syracuse 100 to 1, and then Georgia Tech and BC 350 to 1. Uh, Those lower teams' odds will definitely have shifted by the next time you see them because of 
them winning today, but that is where we are sitting right now. Um, I don't think any of those top teams warrant a bet with how open the ACC is. If I, if you made me choose one of the front runners to bet on, I would choose Miami um, at this point. Duke's odds are a little too short for me, even though I do think they're going to win a tournament. Um, but I think Miami's a, built for a tournament setting. They have great guards in Isaiah Wong um, and, and his backcourt mate, who I'm blanking on his name right now. But Jim Laranega has been there before, seasoned coach. They play great defense, have some shot makers. Really like Miami, both in the ACC tournament, and I'm going to like them to at least get to the Sweet 16, depending on draw in the uh, NCAA tournament. Um, I'm with you right there on Miami. I won't even uh, – you know, I've been high on them all year. The only ACC, my, ACC team I've really talked up each week. Um, not going to stop now. think they are. agree. I agree they're built for this. But Duke is playing better at the right time, playing better against bad teams. Get North Carolina the hell out of my face. I'm, I am I don't want to watch this team in March. I don't want them to make the tournament at all. I hope they lose early in this thing. Get them out of here. It, you know, but what's fascinating on Ken Palm, so Pitt, you know, ranked – or I don't know if they're still ranked in the AP poll. They might have fallen out. Uh, they are – 21 and 10, 14, 6 in conference. You know, North Carolina is 19 and 12, 11 and 9 in conference, but they are 20 slots higher in Ken Palm. Uh, so North Carolina is still getting the analytical love, despite what's been from the eyeball test, I think, a bad year. And, you know, Syracuse, we were talking about it, Chad. I don't like their path because they're going to have to play Miami in the second game if they can get by Wake Forest. But that's a good path for Miami. Miami Duke in the uh, in the quarterfinals would be a very exciting basketball game. Yeah, so I'm looking right now uh, at Joe Lenardi's bracketology. Uh, they have he has Miami sitting on the five line, and then he has <clears throat> NC State and Pitt as last four buys. So he's got NC State as a ten seed, followed by Pitt as an eleven, and then. Um, Duke is also in right now as a seven seed. And that's I've that's all the teams that they're getting in the tournament right now. Good. Um that's how it should be. Um the uh we have UNC as the first four out, and then we have uh Clemson as the next four out. But honestly, if Pitt and NC State lose their first game in the ACC tournament, there's a chance I think NC State's probably in actually, regardless, but I could see a scenario where Pitt loses their first game in the ACC tournament and they don't make it either. That'd be a three-bid conference for the ACC, which is, you know, that's unheard of. Yeah, very, very bad season for them. One quick note about Clemson, probably the worst uh, three-seed for a Power 5 conference tournament that we've seen in, in years. They have three losses to uh, Ken Palm teams that are sub-200. My South Carolina Gamecocks beat them early in the year. We're bad. Loyola Chicago beat them earlier in the year on a neutral site. Really doesn't make you feel confident. They blew them out. They beat them by 18. Loyal was 10 22 this year or something. Beat them by beat them by 18 on a neutral site. Doesn't really inspire any confidence that Clemson goes out in the tournament, plays well. And cherry on top, lose by 10 points to the Louisville Cardinals. If Clemson makes the tournament, there's flaws and everything. <laughs> They're bad. There's no reason they should be in there. Um, yeah, I mean, crazy. The, the fact that they're in the 
next four out with teams like Michigan, Oregon, and Charleston is pretty absurd. Charleston being in the same breath. Thank Charleston is one, folks. Charleston will be making the tournament. They just won uh, good because, wow, if they, if they didn't, that'd be ass. But, yeah, get, get those guys out of here. I'm done with the ACC. I'm all set. Am I allowed to make my pick? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to go Virginia. Um, I think they have the best coach in the conference, and I think they're just a very balanced team. Um, I've been on Miami all year, still really like Miami, but, you know, Syracuse has now played Virginia, so I've seen them play, and I, I just I think they're rock solid, a little more athletic than they've been in years past, and um, I think they're the best team in the ACC. Thank you for mentioning Virginia. Uh, they would be the fourth team that's in the tournament right now. I forgot about them. They are sitting on the uh, four line right now. Okay. Same old Virginia team we always see, though. Play good defense. Don't have that many shot creators. You know what you're getting from them. They're probably going to be a second-round exit. They've been a little worse this year. They've been like a worse version of themselves this year, though, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't see them doing I, – I could see a first-round exit in the big dance for sure for, for Virginia. Yeah, right now, uh, Lenardi has them matched up against um, Utah Valley. I mean, I'll be honest, I like them a lot. In the, I'm with you, Chad. I mean, I could see them getting to the conference championship game, but I could see them losing round one in, in the big dance. So, All right, Chad, what's, uh, the, what's the next conference on our list? Are we including the Big East in this? Yeah, absolutely. It's been the best conference okay. to watch all season, hands down. Well, I got ahead of myself. We're going Big 12 next. Um, well, Connor brings up the odds. Uh, Kansas, 25 and 6. They are the one seed. You have Texas as the two seed at 23 and 8. Uh, followed by Kansas State, Baylor, TCU, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. This looks like a definite six bid conference. Um, You're getting at least seven in this one. You think one of Oklahoma State or West Virginia makes it? West Virginia is pretty firmly inside of the field now, according to Lenardi. They're a, they're a nine or ten seed. Um, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas Tech. Outside looking at Texas Tech, if Texas Tech beats West Virginia and Kansas, they're in the field. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. So right now, Oklahoma State's sitting in first four out. Um, but like John said, West Virginia looks to be pretty comfortably in there right now. They, um, I'm trying to find playing, what speed that they have them on right now. West Virginia is uh, playing their best ball of the year right now. They ended the year pretty strong. So, yeah, Lenardi has West Virginia as a a nine seed right now, so they are pretty safe. Even if they had a first round exit, they're probably still getting in. Um, and it's a quality lot. Texas, te- I mean, it's this is this is the best conference from a quality standpoint. These guys beat each other up. I'm interested to see what they do in the bracket. I hope they're spread out. You know, if they do get seven, if they even can somehow get eight bids, I hope they're spread out across the different regions. Um, it's tough to pick a winner in this one. Oh, I, know, I, have the, I, have, I have the odds up. Uh, Kansas, obviously the favorite, plus 230. Texas, plus 310. Baylor, plus 430. TCU, plus 550. K-State, plus 900. Iowa State plus 1,300, West Virginia plus 1,800, Texas Tech plus 3,500, and then Oklahoma State and Oklahoma are both 50 to 1. There is a scenario where every single one of these teams makes the tournament. 
I don't think it'll happen, but there is a legitimate possibility of that, which is pretty insane. Uh, One note, I guess, Texas Tech's coach Mark Adams probably done there after uh, reciting some extremely questionable Bible verses, uh, referencing masters and slaves and all of that. Um, Some rumors that they didn't like playing for him, so maybe they come out inspired a little bit here. We'll see. But That that could always happen. Yeah. I I like Baylor as a – as the team to win this conference. I think I think Kansas will win the conference tournament, but at plus 230, I, I don't really think that's worth any sort of nibble. Baylor plus 430, I could get around to. Okay. I like Texas. I just – it's probably an overreaction to the game on Saturday. Um was at the bar and I just kind of like locked in zone at the bar. wasn't too flirtatious. Like I was locked into that game. And, um, I listen, I know Texas was at home, but there's something about that team. Um, I like Texas to win this conference. I I feel like every time I buy into Texas, they let me down and that's more, that's expanding beyond just this season. But I have a really hard time trusting Texas basketball in general. I think they're super talented, but I just – I don't know. I think this is going to be a chaotic conference tournament, just pure pure chaos. There's no secrets to hide amongst anyone in this league at this point. I think they all play each other twice, especially it's only 10 teams. I think you're going to see a, a seed that's five, higher, five or higher in this uh, championship game, and I think you're going to see a, not Kansas and not Texas. Um, so the way the way the brackets laid out right now is West, West Virginia, Virginia plays Texas Tech. Texas That's Texas Tech. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> and and Oklahoma State plays Oklahoma in the first round. Winner of WVU Tech plays Kansas. Winner of Oklahoma State Oklahoma plays Texas. Um, and then uh, on the bottom half of the bracket with Texas, you have Kansas State and TCU. And up top with Kansas, you have Baylor and Iowa State. I mean, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Any of those teams could literally win this conference. Oklahoma could win this conference tournament right now if they caught fire in a bottle at the right time. That's how quality every team is. With that being said, I'm taking TCU to win it. Uh, Mike Miles is the best. You know, he he's great. I. Kansas has the best talent on the on, in the tournament. You know, Texas has Marcus Carr. They got some guys in there. I just don't know how much Kansas and Texas actually even really care to be in this tournament. I think that every other team is hungrier than the two of them. And I think Bill Self prioritizes a little bit more rest because he knows how to he knows how to coach in the big dance. That's what he cares about. I uh, will say, I feel yeah. like Kansas often wins the regular season Big Twelve title and and will end up losing yeah. in like the semis or final. Like, I think Bill Self actually celebrates losing, you know. they Like, I think the West Virginia-Texas Tech winner could win against Kansas. Kansas really doesn't care. And then I think that winner goes to the championship game, honestly. I think they take on the next one. I could see a scenario where that happens, or Kansas wins one game and they're out of there. But uh, give me TCU. I really like TCU in that first. I, I, I've been kind of off Kansas State all year. I think they're good, but... I like TCU to win that game. And then they would get the winner of Texas 
and then whoever they play, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and then championship game. I like their draw a lot better than the top half. So perfectly fine with that bet. <clears throat> All right, the Big East. That's what we came here you for. Us, you didn't give us your winner, dude. I said Texas. Okay, he Texas. Did. I will say uh, for TCU, something to monitor. Uh, their big man, Eddie Lampkin, I believe is questionable at the moment. Uh, would expect him to play, but just something to monitor. It'd be great if he did. The Big East, folks. Um, the one through four seeds read as follows. We have Marquette. We have Xavier. We have Creighton. We have UConn. Uh, following that up with Providence as the five. Seton Hall as the six. Villanova, seven. St. John's, eight. Butler, nine. DePaul, 10. Georgetown, 11. Um, so the odds are uh, as follows. UConn plus 210, Creighton plus 290. Marquette, the Big East regular season winner. They're 85 to 1 preseason. Great year for Shaka. Uh, they're plus 340. Xavier plus 500. Nova plus 850. Providence plus 1900. Seton Hall plus 6000. And then Georgetown, DePaul, and Butler are all plus 25,000 or 250 to 1. So this is just so we're on the same page. This My, is an eight-team field. Eight teams, regardless of what happens in this tournament, eight teams will likely make it. I have eight. Yeah, I think St. John's is in. Honorary oh, I actually I I can't see St. John's odds because I'm in New York. Um, Connor, how many does already have Big East getting in there? I would be I, surprised if St. John's is in there right now, to be honest yeah, with you, but no I'm currently looking. Uh, they okay. definitely have six at the very least. We have Providence sitting on a 10 line. Um, Creighton is a six currently. UConn a four. Um, then we have Marquette as a three. That's what, four teams? Five teams? Yeah, Xavier. Four teams, I think. Xavier uh, is sitting on a, on the four line as well, and then it's gonna be I'm five. Missing, I'm missing no, Creighton, I think, five. right? Villanova, Villanova. Seton, Villanova, Seton Hall, and St. John's are not in. There's no way. Villanova sixteen and fifteen, dude. Yeah, none of those teams are currently even in the next four out. So. Yeah, you're going to need to see all of them make a deep run in this Big East tournament, if not win it, um, which I don't think will happen. I've been all over Creighton, so I'm going to go ahead and get it over. Well, actually, yeah, I'm going to go UConn. ahead. UConn is the play. Come on now. I'm taking Creighton. I'm not, I'm not a big believer in UConn, honestly. They they were really hot to start the season, had a bit of a lull midseason. They got hot eight again. of their last Listen, nine. Chad's going to war for UConn. He has been. I admire the consistency. I've been doing the same for Creighton in this in this league. Connor, who do you like? I've been a big believer in Creighton all year. So um they've let me down a bunch, but I think Creighton wins it. Good relationship to have with the team. Yeah. Do you all right. Out of the teams in the first round, you know, the, the bottom six seeds, any any of those teams you think can make a run? 
I yeah, think, think Villanova is the obvious answer. I mean, Villanova. See, they play. They, well. play, they played Creighton in round two. You just took Creighton to win it. I'm just saying, you asked if I could see a team making a run. I think Villanova is the likely team to do that. Okay. But, you know, I, I'll never underestimate Ed Cooley and Providence. They they play tough ball. They got some good really? players. They're the five. I Because I could see Seton Hall winning against DePaul and then going out and upsetting Xavier. And then Seton Hall gives a little fun little game to, uh, to Creighton in the next round. Maybe Creighton doesn't win it. DePaul is truly one of the most irrelevant colleges in college basketball. It's tough. They're never very good at anything. No. I will I I will say Georgetown won this conference as with like I think they had less than 10 wins the year that they won this conference and made the tournament. So anything could happen. I totally forgot about that. Completely and totally forgot about that. That was a bad team. Um Wow, that was that was a crazy moment in history. Yeah. I think Seton Hall could Seton Hall, I think, could make a run though, and then steal a bid. We'll see. That tournament is always amazing, though. So one one of the ones that I'm definitely looking forward to watching the most. All right, Big East onto the Big Ten. Purdue is the one seed. Indiana, the two, Northwestern, the three, Michigan State, the four, Illinois, five, Maryland, six, Iowa, seven, Michigan and Penn State in the eight and nine slots. Um, Rutgers is at 10. So as far as are you sure uh, Northwestern's not the two seed? Uh, They could, they could be. They are the two seed. Okay. Indi- yeah. Could- All right. So yeah, Indiana is the the three. I the crazy thing about the Big Ten, I saw if Northwestern had lost their last game, they would have been the nine seed, I believe, or the eight seed. But since they won, they're the the two, which is this conference has been absolutely insane this year. Um, pound for pound, if you were to say this was the best conference in the country, I wouldn't wouldn't argue with you. Um, also, I want to shout out Connecticut. I had no idea they're fourth in Ken Palm right now, which seems insane. But Purdue is the uh, top team in the Big Ten by Ken Palm. They're at six. <laughs> uh, conference tournament odds, Purdue plus 160 to win the conference. Indiana plus 450. Michigan State plus 650. Maryland plus 850. Northwestern plus 1100. Illinois plus 1300. Iowa plus fourteen hundred, Michigan fifteen hundred, Penn State. Shout out Dave, happy birthday! Twenty five hundred, Rutgers plus four thousand, Wisconsin plus fifty five hundred, Ohio State plus seventy five hundred, followed by Nebraska at a hundred to one, and Minnesota at two fifty to one. Minnesota is really the only team in this conference I think that's true, like actually awful. Um, a couple of things. Nebraska ended the season hot. <laughs> I think they won. They won four of their last five, like six of their last eight. They ended the season hot. Um, they're a team to watch for next year. I started. I bet them in the last game, and I was like, "Wow!" And they beat Iowa. Um, but yes, to your point, I hadn't realized on paper how close their conference records were. Northwestern was twelve and eight, and they were second. And then Nebraska, Wisconsin were nine and eleven. Both of them. Uh to be the 11 and 12 seed. So that's crazy. 
But that's how I feel about the Big Ten. I think these teams are all the same. And I think Purdue's a slightly better version of all the other teams, except they have a seven-foot-four center who just takes over the game down low. So Yeah, I think they're worried with Purdue. They have young guards that have showed an unwillingness to score slash make shots. But, yeah, I mean, all they do is feed Zach Eady, and I think if he doesn't foul out, they're going to win a few tournament games for sure. Um, in terms of who I'm picking to win the Big Ten, I have loved Illinois all year. Fuck you. I still love them. I think when they are hot, they are better than any team in the conference. Um, so I will take Illinois. With that being said, I could see them losing in the first round, too. They are very uh, bipolar as a team. So, But I, I like them to win. I think they're playing well. Matthew Myers won a national championship, drinking way too much monster, but he's won a national championship, provides some leadership. They have um, Terrence Shannon, another guy who's made some deep tournament runs. I like Illinois to win the Big Ten. Chad, are you going Illinois as well? Yeah, I'm on Illinois as well. Um, I just – they've got the bigs to, to, to match up with Purdue, and, you know, they just got to – get the Purdue big man into foul trouble, get, you know, and just relax and play their game. A little indigo, you know, do their thing. Give me Illinois. There you go. Um, I actually think that they are going to lose to Penn state in the first round. So seven, 10 wow. game there in the big, in the big 10. I, I like Penn state. I think that they really want to be there. Some senior leaders, Jalen Pickett stud, good player. Shout out to Dave Cardillo. Happy birthday. I like Indiana win Big Ten tournament. Uh, some a lot of senior leadership. I think like if you cumulatively took their starting lineup, they probably have about 20, 25 years of college experience at this point. Uh, old roster. Think they want to be there. Think they want to go make a run. I don't think Purdue, Michigan State care enough. Northwestern could be interesting. I could see them losing to Penn State though in their first game. I think Nebraska goes out, beats Minnesota, beats Maryland, and then loses to Indiana. Should be interesting. I am not afraid of the Big Ten to make any noise in March Madness. Uh, I don't think any of them are there for the Elite Eight. I think they're all out uh, before the they. Elite. They never do either, and I think it's just the way that they play basketball in the Big Ten. They just beat the shit out of each other, and they don't usually have great one-on-one -on -one shot creators. Um yeah, there's not much great guard play. I mean, even Indiana, who I like the most, it's uh, their best players are big, big men. So it's a weak, it's a weaker, you know, we've had years past where not just the Big Ten, but as a whole, I, I think the guard play nationally is, is not as strong. It's a more big dominated league. We'll see how it translates to March Madness. We'll see. I should add, um, I did not have odds for Rutgers. Um because that is, they don't matter. They don't score more than 50 or 60 points two nights in a row. So, Oh, wait, I did have odds for Rutgers. For some reason, I thought I couldn't see them, but I could. Um, but, yeah, right now, Lenardi has Rutgers in a play-in game. <clears throat> Michigan has a next four out. And, like I said, Rutgers is last four in. Other than that, every team is projected in the field right now minus – Minnesota, Minnesota, Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Ohio State. Um, I'm I I really want to see Penn State make the tournament. 
because of Pickett and obviously our good friend Dave. Um, right now they are sitting at an 11 seed. So um, if they if they beat Illinois in that that first round, that should all but lock up a spot. All right, the Pacific 12. I got to be honest with you guys. I've maybe watched a total cumulative amount of minutes in a Pac-12 game this year of 15, maybe. You know what the problem is with that? These games start at 10, 10, 30, 11, sometimes 11, 30 p.m. There's no I've way. I've seen 11, 30 kickoffs, and I literally am like, like I have a little gag in my mouth. Like hours of sleep by the time these games are starting okay. at this point. On Saturday, I was out. I went to a concert. I finished said concert, and I still had time to bet on the Arizona uh, UCLA game. Like, it was late. I was hurting. Thankfully, we picked the right side. But odds for the conference, we have UCLA plus 140, Arizona plus 165. Huge drop-off after the top two. USC plus 750, Oregon plus 1,000, Washington State plus 1,400, Arizona State plus 2,300, Colorado plus 3,400. Utah plus 6,000, Stanford plus 8,000, Washington plus 12,000, and then Cal and Oregon State plus 25,000. A sleeper team, I have an eye on Washington State. um, They're they're solid. They they were missing some of their best players throughout the year. Um, They played tough. They're sitting at 54 in Ken Palm right now. So if you were going to take either of UCLA or Arizona, I do think Washington State could potentially win this tournament. But at the end of the day, I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. Every time I want to bet against UCLA and Jamie and Jame Vasquez or Haskez or whatever the hell his name is, every time I want to bet against him, he wins in the tournament. So I think UCLA wins Pac-12. Connor, where are the top three UCLA, Zona, and USC in Kempom? UCLA is, is uh, two. two. Okay. Arizona sitting at 11. Yeah. And who was the last team you asked about? USC? USC. Yeah. USC sitting at 34. The play is UCLA. Um, I'm, I'm not going to waste a lot of time here. The plays UCLA. <laughs> Chad just heard Ken Palm rankings immediately. Blindly takes UCLA. Says uh, says it so I've been on UCLA like, all year. Go back and listen to the episodes. Listen, I call them a Final Four listen, team that I want. You did. You did. You did. This conference stinks. Uh, I don't really care. I re- I think back to that that year and it was the the Oregon State one. I think there it was such an anomaly. I think they had three teams in the Elite Eight. Uh, UCLA made the comp or made the national championship. Didn't win. This conference is bad. I'll take Arizona. I'll be contrarian. Give me the how, uh, give me Wildcats. How bad will this conference be when UCLA and USC leave for the big time? I mean, bad. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Horrible. Like, like like black ice on the uh, hills of the, going up to the carrier dome. Bad. That's how bad it'll be. <laughs> Devastating. Yeah, sir, <laughs> annual reminder that Jim Beheim needs to retire. <clears throat> And we'll see what he does out there. I mean, maybe he'll don't go maybe to he'll... a home game in Syracuse, New York. Just don't do you it. You know what? I feel like Syracuse always finds its way on the bubble, and considering that they're not on the bubble right now, that just means that they're going to make the ACC championship game. 
potentially I, win I the agree. tournament. Yeah. I think conference. those are all the big all the big conferences we needed to talk no. about. Uh no, no, the Southeastern. No. Oh my oh, god. Yeah, yeah, right. The wow. SEC, the, the SEC basketball conference. That it is crazy. So Bama's the one seed, AM the two seed, uh Kentucky three seed. At four through six is Missouri, Tennessee, Vandy in some order. Then you have Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State. Um, the Cox are the 12 seed. Oh, those poor souls. Um, we're the yeah, we are. Wow, we are. I, uh, Bama could make noise in the tournament, they're not going to win the SEC. Um, give me, give me, I got no reason to pick this team because I haven't watched a second of their games, but give me Missouri. You know, I couldn't tell you what about Missouri. Missouri's been kind of a trendy pick. The way that their bracket sets up, um, I think they avoid Bama until the the finals. But Bama's plus one fifty five, Tennessee plus three sixty, Kentucky plus four hundred, A and M plus six hundred, Arkansas twelve to one, Auburn sixteen to one, Missouri twenty eight to one, Mississippi State forty eight to one, Vandy fifty to one, Florida sixty to one, South Carolina a hundred to one, Ole Miss. 140 to 1, Georgia 170 to 1, and LSU 250 to 1. I um <clears throat> I like Arkansas to win this this conference. Wow, a 10 seed. Ken Palm has Arkansas the 10 seed, a 19 and 12 team is their 19th best team in the country. It's crazy. The the SEC's Ken Palm rankings are actually fascinating. Tennessee is fifth. I don't think Tennessee is very good. So Personally. Tennessee's, I think Tennessee is benefiting a lot from early season success in Ken Palm. They are also without their starting point guard yeah. Ziegler for the rest of the season. So something to keep in mind. They have the top ranked defense on Ken Palm, which that could be accurate. They do a very good defense and it might actually be better without Ziegler. He, um, Arkansas is a bold pick. I really like Texas A&M, but I do hate that Texas A&M has to play a pretty desperate Arkansas or a pretty desperate Auburn team in their first game. AM's already in the field. Vanderbilt, keep an eye on Vanderbilt, six seed. They've been really frisky. We talk about frisky for NFL teams. Vandy's one of the friskiest power five teams you're going to find. I think Mississippi State knocks off Florida because Castleton's hurt. Um, but I want Kentucky here. Kentucky's been beaten on all year, beaten, battered. They're an afterthought. People are. Completely counting them out. Don't think they're the. I think A and M is going to be the best team in madness, but I think Kentucky wins this SEC tournament here because they want to reassert themselves. They haven't won the SEC tournament in a bit. I also feel like they historically play pretty well in the SEC tournament, they even do. the years that they're kind of down. Um, right now, I'm looking. <clears throat> Mississippi State is on the is in the last four in, but other than that, pretty much every team that's in the field is set. We have Bama as a one seed. They're going to be a one seed regardless. Um, like I said, Mississippi State is an 11 as the last four in. We have A&M at a seven seed. Then we have <clears throat> Auburn's a nine seed. Kentucky a six seed. 
Tennessee's a three seed, and then who am I? Arkansas sitting as a nine. I feel like Arkansas is a nine seed literally every single season. By yeah. the way, um, and then am I missing anyone? I think that is it. So that is oh, Missouri is an eight seed. So I think they have seven teams in right now, maybe six if I miscounted. Mm-hmm. But incredible conference this year. They have eight teams in right now, based on who you, who you mentioned. Vanderbilt's sitting in like under consideration. They're like just after the uh, next four out lists. So I mean, if Vandy makes a run, if they go out beat Kentucky, uh, they could sneak themselves in because the bubble's weak. You know, these bubble teams are all pretty bad. That's why they're on the bubble. So ultimately, you know, Vanderbilt goes out. You know, you could see some teams make a run, maybe play themselves into March unexpectedly. Uh, yeah, I will say conference. one thing to consider about AM way better at home this year than they have been away. Um, I know that it'll be a neutral site, but do you think that are you worried about that at all? It could. I, I, I do think they might lose in this their first game to Arkansas or Auburn. I do believe that they could lose that, but uh I'm interested to see. You know, I do think they are they played as good as anybody down the stretch. They had a bad non conference to start the year, but they were a good conference team and a good league. Team to keep an eye on, South Carolina Gamecocks. You know, maybe go out, beat Ole Miss, upset Tennessee. Let's say Tennessee does a complete dot effort where they score like 48 points. And all of a sudden we're playing Missouri, who I also don't know if I buy. I think Missouri is the weakest team in the top, top maybe eight, nine, you know, making the tournament. And all of a sudden your Gamecocks are playing Bama in the semis. The rematch, you know, of the Brandon Miller gun game. Holy shit, they should have lost the first time. They go out, lose this time. And all of a sudden, the Cox are playing for SEC. And all of a sudden, the Cox are playing for an SEC championship against. Oh, fuck, who cares? Oh, God, there we win. I'll <laughs> say, so you know, they're in the final four. <laughs> and oh, my God. Chat's crying, dude. But there is a path for the Gamecocks to make this thing interesting. That's all I'm saying. I think they lose to Ole Miss by 15-plus. No way, dude. No, absolutely not. I think think we just lost Chad, dude. One thing I want to do, uh, before you you went on this absurd tangent about South Carolina's tournament run, I wanted to mention uh, for A&M, Wade Taylor, the fourth, probably the best point guard in the the conference. A very solid player. Whew. If it, I'll tell you what, if South Carolina make, goes on a, a magical run, there's going to be nobody rooting harder for them than me, except for maybe you. But and me, I would love to see that. I just uh, I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. It could happen. Yeah, it, it could happen. Yeah, it could. Could happen. Gigi Jackson could take over. Michi Johnson, Ohio State legend. Forgot about Michi. Did you guys go uh, b- way back? You know each other? No, I never met Michi. I probably saw him at a bar one time and took a picture of him like five miles away and got all excited. <laughs> no, the only person I did that with was Greg uh, Oden. No, well, I did that, yeah. But who's the short guy that's uh, like supposed to be a small forward, but he's five foot nine? I'm pretty sure he plays for the Rockets still. Yeah, uh, it's not Jason Jay Tatum. Tate. Uh, Jay Sean Tate. Tate. Yeah, 
Yeah, five yeah. nine. Literally five, he's, like, he's literally a five nine shooting or small forward. I'm almost positive he's six six. He's literally a five foot nine wing. He's 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 he's, he's, he's at six foot, foot five two thirty, bro. <laughs> he's literally going against seven foot KD on the wing. Give me a break. Oh my gosh. He probably has he a, a hell, zero. He's a college shooting. player, though. He's a hell of yeah. a college player. He's like Paul Harris. Um. Uh, NFL. Um, quick NBA update. Um, if the Lakers beat the Grizzlies tonight, the Kings are the two seed. Uh, fun fact for the folks at home. Well, tied for the two seed. Sue me. Um, that's all I have on the NBA, Connor. Anything on the NBA you want to say? Just hope John Morant can get some help. Uh, that's on a serious note. That that's about it. Um, yep. playoffs are are pretty much coming into shape here. Lakers are getting hot at the right time. They're surviving without LeBron. Um, and then the the New York Knicks have won nine straight. They're going for ten straight today. They, they that game might actually be over. Uh, let me take a peek really quick here. See if they won tonight. No, they lost to the Charlotte Hornets. They they blew an 18-point halftime lead. That is sounds about how you're going to break a uh, nine-game winning streak. Folks, uh, you got a Thursday night extravaganza. You have yeah. Knicks, Kings in Sacramento on TNT. My God, I'm tuning in early. Can't wait to hear Shaq, Charles, the gang, you know, talk a little bit. Kings on prime time. I mean, they've been on NBA TV once or twice, but I think this is about it for your nationally televised games. So um, tune in. It's a late one. Um, what was I going to say? John, any Sabres? Sabres are down one tonight. Uh, they lost. Sabres lost. Uh, season's getting close to panic button. Um, okay. Total disaster. You know, got to win these. Got to win these games. Got to win these games. Controversial call. Islanders scored a goal. Potential kick. They allowed it. Lose by one. You know, play better. Yeah, play better. Play better. That's what I gotta say about. Um, NFL draft. Well, NFL. Lamar Jackson. They like did he something. Signed a, uh, he yeah. signed the the Ravens non ex put a non exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, scheduled to make thirty two point four mil a year. Basically, just means any team can offer him a contract that has a 2023 or 2024 uh, first round pick available. Ravens have the ability to match that contract. If Lamar does leave Baltimore, then that team owes the Ravens two first round picks in compensation. Obviously, I was super excited about the Falcons making a run at it. Immediately came out, I'm talking immediately came out. That they were not interested in offering him a contract. Um, it was quick. It was quick. I have that. a hard time believing that, that there is not a deeper meaning behind it coming out that quick. I saw there was four other teams that immediately announced they were not going after Lamar. Some owner collusion there, maybe. Maybe the Ravens a little butthurt that they couldn't sign a uh, an extension and got some of the other owners to say they weren't going after Lamar so that he does sign a long-term extension. With that being said, I think the I don't see why the Falcons don't don't give it a shot. 
We have nothing to lose. We have the second most cap room in the league right now. The city thrived when we had our last African-American quarterback and Mike Vick there. The fan base deserves it. We need excitement. That being said, if we don't go that route, I am uh, I'm starting to lean into potentially trading up for Anthony Richardson in the draft. Oh, uh, my God. And if we don't do that, then let's take best available player at eight, and we'll ride Desmond Ritter for a year. Folks, You're the early mute. 2000s, me? No, John is on mute. He was oh. trying to say something. The early 2000s, you had uh, what they call the greatest show on turf, um, the Rams. And it was. Chad. If you truly want the greatest show on surf, the Dolphins have to go get Lamar. I already know they said no, but they don't go have a get pick. the young they, man. I mean, they don't have a pick. Oh, I don't care. Miami has enough money. They can get the you can, whatever they want. You, no, you, you, literally, you, you literally cannot offer him a contract right now because you don't you have – You can go uh, thank your good friend Tom Brady for that one, Chad. Um, Why does it – we can offer him other things. You you no. need to have a 2023 and 2024 first round pick at the moment to offer him a contract, and the Dolphins do not have that. So oh, the I'm only sorry. way the Dolphins, that's how uh, a non-exclusive franchise tag works. Oh, so gotcha. the only way that the Dolphins could get Lamar Jackson was a if he signed a deal with the Ravens and then was traded, so a sign and trade, or if they waited until after the draft. Gotcha. Okay. I can be paid. Chad, you hate it's Anthony still, Richardson. It is still possible, but very unlikely that the Dolphins yeah, make yeah. a run. Chad, last thing, you hate Anthony Richardson. Give me why, really quickly. Um, What was the like their last game of the regular season they played? And I'm pretty sure he went 0 Georgia. for 17 throwing in the second half. Georgia? No, there was literally one of his last games of the year. He went 0 for 17 throwing in the second half. I want absolutely... Like the fact that he is going to be taken above head and hooker is completely baffling to me. I don't want a guy that literally was awful at Florida. No interest. <laughs> keep All right, so the hell away. Let's from keep it on the one hand, that's a guy you have an extreme bias against versus a guy that you literally want to. I'm not going to say what I want to say, but I have an extreme bias towards. I mean, your love for Hendon Hooker is, is something <laughs> to admire, honestly. I hope That's that someday you can find. I hope someday you find a woman that you're that passionate about. I really do. I think the day will come. I do. I mean, I will say Anthony Richardson did have a tough day against uh, Florida State. He was nine for twenty-seven, but he That's still had three was. touchdowns, and he still had a uh, one twenty-four point two rating. So. He yeah, actually had a higher rating. Dogs, no, no, it's not. He had a higher rating that game than he did against South Carolina, believe it or not. That's crazy. They smoked us. Um, so you guys like ball? the metrics. That's why you like Anthony Richardson, right? You like the the athleticism, the the potential, the Josh I, Allen. I'm, effect, I'm, right? I'm more than anything, more than anything, I'm just interested to see where he goes and how he does. I, I don't have really a one way opinion or another. I mean. He's an alien. He's a freak athlete. He his production in college was not impressive, but he has the tools. 
if he's in the right situation I, to work. I, my, I am of the opinion if you're going to use a top five pick, top ten pick on a quarterback, you want the guy with the biggest boom potential. I don't think there are out of the top four quarterbacks, uh, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. I I don't think any of those guys besides Richardson will be a potential top five starter in the league. And I'm not saying Richardson will be. I just think yeah. in terms of upside, his upside is far and away the highest of all of them. He's 21 years old, and I know you say age doesn't matter, but at the same time, he has that many more years to develop into a, a true quarterback. He didn't play under the same coordinator either year at Florida, had limited weapons. He's huge. He's fast. He's strong, can throw the ball deep. I, I'm not saying he's going to be a certified stud, but if, if I'm a team using that top five pick, I would rather take a chance on him than take a Bryce Young, for example. C.J. Stroud is the only other guy I would consider. To be to be completely so, honest, so that's where I'm. I have issue. Like, listen, I like you said, I'm biased towards Hendon Hooker. That's why I have him as QB three. But like, people that have Anthony Richardson as QB three, I I can wrap my head around it. It's my issue is comparing them, even putting him in the same sentence as Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. And I know you bring up upside, but like to me, Bryce Young's upside is Drew Brees. You know, I think Stroud Bryce Young's is, height and weight is a is an extreme concern. He is smaller like Drew than Brees. Drew Brees. He is smaller than Drew Brees by a pretty considerable margin. He's way yeah, faster and more athletic than Drew Brees. I'll give you that, but. I, I just, in my opinion, like Bryce Young's upside is Drew Brees. Stroud with, I, I think, has by far the highest upside in the draft. Like, I think, I guess Anthony Richardson's upside is like a Lamar Jackson type. No, I, I so who, would you, who would you rather have? I think Anthony Richardson, his ceiling is Josh Allen. His floor is Jamarcus Russell. I think he's – I don't think he's – there's – I don't see a scenario where he's just an average quarterback. I think he's either going to be bad yeah. or extremely yeah. good. Completely agree. I'd be interested. Which, My team drafted Anthony Richardson. I'd have no choice but to be probably really excited, honestly. With Bryce Young, I'm also I, – I, he can make the throws. I don't know if he has NFL arm talent and or arm strength, I, I should say. Um, I see. I see yeah. him as his ceiling as like a Baker Mayfield, which is, I guess, fine. They're accurate. Yeah, they not, really. not really. Um, well, we'll have to dive more into this as it gets closer. You know, we got some pro days coming up. You know, the combine just happened. Wow, it's March. This is the best time of year. This is low key. You know. It's not feast week, Chad. It's literally March Madness. Feast week is a fe is feast it's week is feast springs. Week. It's a spring feast week. No, it's not. Starts it's the appetizer for March Madness. It's conference tournaments. It's, it it starts to get a little warm. starting to get a little warmer out. You know. Yeah. Basketball's in full swing. The Kings are going to make the playoffs this year. 
Don't jinx There's not, There's not a scenario where they don't make it, I don't think. Just, just throwing like it out there. Five and a half up on the eight seed. There's still 17 games left. Oh, that'd be <sighs> Chad might Chad might <laughs> I may no longer if I may no longer be on the podcast. I mean, to go from how the Dolphin season ended to the Ohio State season ending to a Kings collapse, 17 games from the playoffs. I'm in serious. I yeah, the Sabres financially recover. Yeah, it would be collapses all over the place. I can't take it. Oh God, don't get. I can't get those bad thoughts in my head. Um, last call. Um, really, you know, I, I'm going to do my best. I know I said I've been out in college basketball. I'm going to do my best to intake these games over the next, you know, five days and come ready with come with a plan next week when we start making picks, um, filling out those brackets. I got to come with a plan. Last call for me. Get ready for the seventh rounders bracket challenge. More to come. Okay. That's it. Yeah, my last call is just enjoy March because I I always feel like there's a, a huge build up to the first weekend of March Madness. Then you you snap your fingers and it's over. So soak it all up. Wish everyone the best in betting on conference tournaments and March Madness watching it whatever it may be stay safe out there we'll be back next week to preview march madness and hopefully have birthday boy uh, dave cardillo but if you see him talk to him text him in the meantime wish him a happy birthday he means the world to us and uh, we will see you all next week thank you for listening Productions by AJ Bradbury.